Hey everyone, welcome to Impact Marketer. Today's guest is an entrepreneur and founder of Leverage, a group purchasing org that serves small businesses and entrepreneurs. He's generated over $300,000 last year strictly from organic marketing, feeding over 200,000 people since March 2018 through a partnership with the Feed a Billion nonprofit. Having created a reach of over 100,000 people through social media and email marketing, he's mastered the art of capturing attention and building audiences. Throughout his professional growth, he's accomplished the ultimate personal growth, which has gained complete clarity with who he is and what he wants to create in the world. The biggest obstacle he's had to overcome was not believing in himself. He's also helping others through his podcast, The Six Figure Roadmap. Please help me in welcoming Cam Martinez. Thanks for that intro, man. Super cool. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, dude. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. First question on Talk of the Day where we talk mindset. Um, your title on LinkedIn is Chief of Figuring Shit Out. <laughs> where did that come from? Yeah, man. I mean, it's this is actually a good topic that I've that's been coming up a lot lately. Most people who claim to know what they're doing probably have no idea what they're doing. And that's that title in particular is just a it's kind of a no to that concept that I've never been more clear, more organized, more structured, but I still have no idea what I'm doing. It's kind of just like a, I'm figuring it out every day. I'm figuring out as we go, what our customers want, what impact we're making in the world, who we're serving, what direction we want to go, how big do we want our company to be? It's kind of just like a, you know, wake up and decide what I want to do every day. So the uh, chief of figuring shit out is, yeah, it's, it's just that. I mean, just figuring it out day by day. Super accurate, man. As I've, I've met higher and higher quality people, you know, it was a <laughs> very interesting experience for me to learn like, oh shit, this guy is so successful, but she, he's still super lost. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm beginning to learn that people fall into two camps, like one, they're lost and they know it, or one, they're lost and they don't know it. <laughs> so yeah, man, it sounds like you know it and you're aware, which is super great to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you hit it spot on. Like most of the people that are doing big things in the world, especially like making a lot of money in entrepreneurship, they have a lot of customers, they have a big reach. They're, you know, well-known in their industry. You talk to them and you're like, Hey man, like what's the best piece of advice that you can give? And oftentimes it's just such a simple answer that probably took them 15 years to figure out. So it's, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Sure. And you know, when did you have that, that aha moment, if you will, that, oh man, maybe I'm overcomplicating shit or everyone's lost. This is just another one of those that I need to figure out myself. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, kind of had to go through the trenches a little bit with our company. I mean, we grew super quick and reached a lot of people very quickly. And so at that moment, you know, it's kind of like, well, we have all these resources, we have access to all these people, we have, you know, capital to do a lot of different things. Let's try this and let's try this and let's try this. I think it was by trying all of those different things, you know, I don't want to say like they all failed, but they weren't what we should have been focusing on. And so it really came down to what are our customers telling us that they want for our company? And we'll get into that a little bit later, but for our company, it's, you know, it's all based around what our customers wants are what deals are we going to get for them that they want that will serve them in their business. That's all we should be doing. Getting more deals, getting more customers and really enhancing our customer experience, not all this other stuff. And so it took me a while to figure all that stuff out by just like, you know, we, we started the podcast and we were going to launch a book and we were going to go down the route of like partnering with um, another company that does similar things to what we were doing. And we wanted to go out and speak at events and we wanted to go, you know, meet a bunch of people at all these different places. And there's just like, hold on, what, what do we really want at the end of the day? Like what, 
do we want to do all that stuff? Does it really serve us in the mission that we're trying to create? And, you know, after figuring out, figuring out that that wasn't the route we wanted to go is kind of, you know, let's just um, narrow it down to a few things and really f- narrow focus on the things that are generating revenue and impacting our customers. So can you walk me through the process on how you develop that mission or vision? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, for those of you listening, one aspect of our company, we, we believe that you can profit in your business and make an impact around the world. Meaning what we do with our company, our membership, every time someone purchases our membership, we donate a percentage to our partner nonprofit feed a billion. So we're on you know, a greater mission to aid in that lofty goal of feeding a billion people. And it really was created. Um, so I have a, I have a co-founder partner, his name's Sylvania. He has a you know, cool story of, of remembering what it was like to be without food. If you can think about the last time that you went, you know, a couple days without food or even hours, right? Most of us here in the Western world, we get hangry and we take food for granted. And it's like, we waste a lot of food and it's just, you know, the concept of a meal and actually having something nutritious to eat is such a, like, it's, it's second nature. Like we don't ever think about it. And so when we started digging into the impact that food has around the world, especially on education, productivity, and even as granular as like sex trafficking. People who don't have access to meals are, you know, they're vulnerable to go down a route where if meals are provided, they'll do anything for it, right? So our mission was really built on the aspect of giving back to the people who, you know, are lacking thereof by, you know, profiting and serving entrepreneurs. Have you directly influenced or prevented sex trafficking through the nonprofit? It's a very interesting angle. Yeah. So, I mean, their whole focus is on providing meals around the world, mainly in India and parts of Africa where, you know, sex trafficking is pretty notorious um, in those developing countries. So when, when we say that we are impacting the world of sex trafficking, it really, you know, food, like I was saying, does play a major role in that happening to a person, right? If I come to you and you haven't had a meal in three days and I say, Hey, here's this lifestyle that I can provide you in return for a meal or consistent meals every single day. And, you know, I keep playing that dream in your head. You know, you're probably going to end up in the world where, you know, sex trafficking is who you are. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a part of your life, which is, you know, one route that tends to happen when you are lacking food. But yeah, so when when you ask if we're directly impacting that world, I definitely believe we are. Fascinating. And why did you partner with that nonprofit specifically or for this cause? Yeah, so the founder, his name's AJ. He's based out of Atlanta. We went and visited him a couple of years ago. he, He was hosting an event, raising money for his nonprofit. And we actually got to sit down with him and interview him and talk to him about how he's actually like getting food to these other countries. Cause there's a lot of like logistic issues, distribution issues that happen when you're trying to get food from one country to another, whether it's perishable, non-perishable, there's a lot of things like a big rabbit hole you can go down. And so when we were talking to him, it was very interesting to hear that he is actually, at least he was then going to those countries and delivering the food that is being created through the donations that you're receiving, he's receiving. And another big thing too, is like, we actually have contact with the founder of this nonprofit. We know where our money's going. We know that it's actually going to 
the cause that it's marketing. And that was very important to us to build a relationship with the people that have actually developed that nonprofit. So that's, I, I would say that's probably why we chose them over any other nonprofit we can, there's, there's just tons out there. So. Sweet. That's super cool, man. Uh, may have to connect with you later and figure out who that is. I have yep. buddies in Atlanta too. Cool, man. Um, so making a quick pivot to back to the mindset stuff, you know, you mentioned you were having trouble believing in yourself and having that confidence. What did that look like and how did you get over it? Yeah. So it actually, I didn't realize it at the time. Like I said, our company grew super quick and it required a lot of time and effort. And at that time, you know, when you reach a certain level of income, you reach a certain level of, you know, people that you're serving, it demands a lot of your energy. And I'm a big believer that just because you work for yourself doesn't mean you have to work alone. And so my business partner and I kind of went into this thing together. And unfortunately, he got sick about a year ago and was dealing with some pretty troublesome health issues for like a year. And so I was basically on my own trying to maintain the company, making sure it doesn't like fall down and crash and burn, make sure it can run itself. So I spent a lot of time developing proper systems and operations to maintain it. And I got to the point where it was kind of running itself and, you know, I wasn't, there wasn't really any growth. There wasn't really any effort being put into expanding our company reaching more people, making a larger impact. And, you know, I foresaw if I wanted to do that, how much time and effort and time away from the people that I love and time away from doing the things that I love to do, it would take to get to that level. And so I kind of took a step back for a couple months and actually started working with another good friend of mine who's a CEO of a company that does fulfillment for uh, e-commerce products, actually, supplement products. And he, his company probably generates, they're probably going to hit like 35 million this year. And I was sitting down in his office and he was asking me like, why, why did you decide to come here? Why did you decide to come and help me grow my company when you have this other company that's doing awesome things? And after a long conversation, he helped me realize it was kind of like a lack of belief in myself that I could grow the company to where I wanted it to be. I could impact the amount of people that I wanted to, um, all due to the lack of belief in myself. Like I didn't think that I could do it alone because I'd been, you know, my business partner and I had kind of been leaning on each other for a while. And, uh, yeah, I think that was a big realization taking a step back for sure. If you're in a situation where you're, not enjoying what you're doing all the time. Okay. Let me back up. You're not going to be enjoying what you're doing all the time. That's just, you can't ask that of anybody, but if you're not enjoying what you're doing most of the time, I would say like 80% of the time, take a step back and really, really reevaluate what you got going on and where you're actually showing up and cut back on the things that are taking your energy. So that was probably one of the most pivotal moments in helping me realize that this is where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, dude, and I think you hit on something super fucking visceral because I can, I can definitely relate. I know others, our listeners can too. You mentioned that you weren't aware of you know, feeling inadequate. What did your, your friend say or ask you that, that really showed you or gave you the awareness that you were feeling that way? Yeah, he's, uh, he's an interesting guy. He likes to share lessons through like videos and stories of like other successful people. And it was actually, so that, that was one of the things that he does. He was just showing me a bunch of videos and I was just sitting there like, man, I have the power to do that too. But it was actually like, while I was in his company, I was working for somebody else. Right. And so I was in this meeting with a potential partner that I brought in 
And she was talking about how, all the events she's going to speak at and all the, like the revenue she's generating, all the people she's reaching and the lifestyle that she's created for herself. And she wasn't talking to me as if she thought that because I am an employee working for someone else, I didn't have the same lofty goals. And so I kind of took me back for a little bit. You know, it, it was one of those ego things at first where I was like, man, like that hurts. I, I feel like I'm definitely capable of also speaking like that. And so I kind of had to, it, it took me a couple of days to really like think about why I was feeling the way I was feeling because I wasn't being, I wasn't used to not being directly talked to about those kinds of things. Like, where do you want to take your company and how are we going to partner together and how are we going to impact these customers together? And I, you know, I kind of missed it a little bit. And so, you know, my, my friend, the CEO, we were having a conversation and he was really like, Kim, you got to go do what you want. Like if you're not meant to be here, you got to go back to what you were doing and you have my full support. And so, you know, kind of took his advice and here we are. This is like a few months later. <laughs> Sweet man. So in that meeting, it wasn't that she was, you know, speaking to you in a, in a like derogatory manner, but it was just the way she implied your value as a person as she was talking to him that really hit your ego. Yeah, it was definitely, it was a very indirect lesson for me. There was no ill intentions at all. It was just the way I kind of perceived it, not enjoying where I was, not knowing that I wasn't enjoying where I was until that moment. And then I kind of realized like, you know, I want to go back to the lifestyle I was living and also the company that we're creating. It's just an amazing thing. So totally get it, man. Yeah. That's a, and I think that's a sweet spot to uh, end this little episode. Cool. So thanks. Thanks so much for being on cam. Uh, where can people find out about more about you? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website. It's the cammartinez.com. You can also check out our membership at lvrg.it. Leverage it. Nice. All right, man. Thanks so much for being on. Of course. Thank you.